listen up. You're all under arrest on suspicion for one of the ugliest murders I've seen in 30 years on the force. It went down last night, and we've narrowed down our suspects to you five religious icons. First, we've got Zeus. Used to be king of Mount Olympus, now a washed-up deadbeat behind on hundreds of child support payments. The Pantheon will rise again. Y'all can't keep me here, I have rights. Next up is Cthulhu, the eldritch contradiction of all matter, force, and cosmic energy. Your rap sheet goes back further than my time on the Force, and humanity's time on this planet. Order and justice are fleeting illusions. Also, when do I get my phone call? Then we've got Lucifer, a.k.a. Mephistopheles, a.k.a. the Prince of Darkness, a.k.a. El Diablo, a.k.a. Please, allow me to introduce myself. Satan at your service. And Jim Jones, founder of the People's Temple, wanted on one count of falsely impersonating a prophet. Hey, come on, copper, I'm thirsty over here. What's a guy got to do to get some Kool-Aid? And last but not least, the big man himself, Fat Buddha. A suspect in countless cases, but not one that we can pin on you yet. Can I help it if people who cross me get what's coming to them? That's just karma, see? Oh! Y'all can't keep us locked up here like pigs in a pan or minotaurs in a labyrinth. Yeah, we don't even know who was killed, man. It's God. He's dead. You're listening to New York Pacific, brought to you by your own free will. Tonight's episode, For the Love of All That is Holy, a murder mystery with a reach that exceeds its grasp. It dares to ask, well, what is heaven for? And wonder, what if God was one of us? And if so, who was his killer? Every one of you had motive and opportunity to do the old guy in. God was far from the most popular individual around here. Lord knows. Uh, well, Lord knew. What happened to my Cabo condo was described as an act of God. And I just could not have been more pissed. However, I didn't kill over it. But somebody did. And by Jove, I believe that someone is here. But Jove ain't here. And if he's by Jove, you should go uh, find Jove. Oh, not like that, goddammit. But you said God couldn't tell anything anymore. Oh, for Christ's sake. Oh, oh yes, Christ. Poor Christ. Have you told his family yet? Cut it out, the lot of you. I want to know which one of you did it. Out with it. Name names for he whose name was too holy to be spoken. Nah, nah, ain't it obvious? Y'all are blind as bats after a swig of moonshine, or is Tiresias the soothsayer? Satan here's had beef with God since the beginning. It's got to be him. You know all about beef, don't you, Zeus? The deity who rolls in the hay, literally when he rolls in the hay. While it's true, God and I did have our differences. We were former partners. I'd like to think we were one-time friends. He gave me my start. And in a way, I think we both knew 
that when it came to the two of us, iron was sharpening iron. That I was making him better, and he me. I can't imagine life without him. I don't know. The big man sure did a number on you and your pal, the serpent. Sounds an awful lot like the kind of thing that gives a person the motive to kill. Actually, Serpy and I get along just fine after that whole incident. We were just talking about it the other day. I don't know about you, Satan, but they still listen to me. Oh, do they? What can we make them do, Snake? Can we make them eat something else? I can make them step back. Watch. I'm confused. Just a quick one of these, and a person will leap back and- And that's it? Can you get them to do anything else? Just like that. That's... That's great. Ever since listening to heavy metal fell out of fashion, I've had trouble reaching them. Whoops, that's my three o'clock. Pleasure as always, Serpy. All right, Chris. What's going on? It's been 24 hours. Do we have a deal? Your eternal soul in exchange for the forbidden Apple. Prototype iPhone 9. Souls come and go, but material possessions are forever. You've got a deal. iPhone 9 before anyone else. Hey, out of curiosity, what do you do with all the souls you get from these deals? Uh, let's just say the devil's in the details. <laughs> Whatever, I'm sure it's fine. Oh, there's no buttons at all. Apple, you've done it again. This was totally worth it. And it comes with a subscription to a podcast? Let's see, what's this? The Morning Starstruck. Hey, listeners. Welcome to another episode of The Morning Starstruck. Is that Satan? Every week, I invite a guest to talk about celebrity gossip. Who's dating who? Celebrity gossip. Fuck. Fuck. I fucked it up. Okay, okay. We can edit this out in post. No problem. Uh, sounds like you missed that in post. Hey, hey! Welcome to another episode of Morning Starstruck. Every week, I invite a guest to talk about celebrity gossip, who's dating who, celebrity got Damn it. Damn it. Oh, oh, okay. You know, whatever. The point is, you've never heard a podcast like this one. Uh, I've definitely heard podcasts with randos talking about pop culture. I'm your host, Satan. And today's guest is jazz guitar enthusiast, Sam. Introduce yourself, Sam. Hi, I'm Sam. What's going on? Oops, I hope that airplane didn't drown you out. It did. Well, let's dive right in with some icebreaker questions I sometimes ask. (laughs) These are always pretty funny. (laughs) Okay, okay, Sam, first question. Who's your favorite Kardashian? I don't know. Kim? I mean, I'm not entirely sure. Another airplane? What, is this podcast recorded in an airfield? Kim, of course. Okay, next question. <laughs> okay, this this is always good. Oh, fuck. Okay, fuck, marry, kill. Kim, Courtney, or Chloe? <laughs> Courtney or Chloe? Why does he keep laughing at his own jokes? 
I really don't know the Kardashians that well. Oh, well, wow. what an appropriate guest for the show. Hey, it's like we sometimes say, <laughs> there's more than one use for a closet. I, I don't get that reference. Gotta listen way back to episode three to get... It, is it over? Oops, looks like we had an audio issue, but we're back. Anyway, gotta listen to episode three. All you morning Starstruck superfans know it's Which a classic. This? 666? Uh, yeah, there's no way I'm going back to listen to 600 more episodes of tired pop culture jokes, self-referential humor, technical problems, going fucking airplanes! Alright, that's it, I'm unsubscribing. Wait, I can't? Or something about a user agreement? Oh, this is worse than when iTunes forced U2 albums on everyone. God, just gonna keep pressing this button. Unsubscribe, damn it! Oh god, the untested prototype just blew up! Go, oh, but I can't let go! Must stay ahead of Hey, hey! Welcome to another episode of The Morning Starstruck! Every week, I invite a guest to talk about celebrity gossip, who's dating who, celebrity go- I fuck! I fuck! I, fuck, I, I never get that right. Anyway, I'm your host, Satan, and today's guest is Apple enthusiast, Chris! Uh, hi, I'm Chris. What's going on? Is this a recording studio? Uh, why is the mic so far away? God, dog, the last thing I remember is reading the user agreement for... <gasps> oh no! The agreement! Am I in hell? Oops. I hope that airplane didn't drown you out. Now, who's your favorite Kardashian? You couldn't be the murderer because... Because I'm too busy working on my podcast. You have to release new episodes regularly to get a following. Which reminds me, after this, everyone, please subscribe to The Morning Starstruck on iTunes, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. I'd sell my soul for a bigger social media presence. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Sorry, boys, but I do have a soft spot for irony. <laughs> All right, so may not have been God's personal rival, but is not the only diabolic entity opposed to everything good and just. Cthulhu, I'm looking at you. But I have an alibi. Other people can vouch for where I was last night, and I can tell you all about it if you listen to me. I'll listen to anything that isn't about a self-congratulatory podcast. Yes, my followers, bow down before me as I deliver you back to the primordial chaos that existed before the false idol of civilization perverted your wild essence. What's going on here? Cthulhu, do you have guests over? Who is this man? A monstrous demon? It's my roommate, Andy, so, yes. It's Cthulhu and Andy, where life is a phantasmagory of macabre shadow studies and 20-somethings in the city. I must make man as I am, wild, untamed, and mad. And I've got to make this dark deity less of a slob. Andy, you live on a placid island of ignorance in the midst of black seas and infinity. Well, you're as old as time, but you don't know how to use a coaster. 
Cthulhu and Andy is filmed in front of a live studio audience. This isn't funny, see? I told you that my boss was coming over for dinner tonight. My job is riding on this and now the place is a mess. Well, the true nature of reality is chaos. So that's why you never take out the trash? <laughs> well, my name is the only one on the lease. Because my name can only be written in a language that drives its readers insane. All the same, if I get fired, I can't afford rent. And then we'll both get kicked out. Oh. Lord of Madness. How may we serve you? Forget serving me, you're serving Andy's boss tonight. Now, put on this chef's hat. We'll return to Cthulhu and Andy after a word from our sponsors. As a governor, my day-to-day -day can get messy. And we all know that an unwashed hand can spread germs that cause colds, flus, and the lasting guilt for the death of a major religious figure. So when it comes time to release Barabbas and send Christ to his death on a cross, wash your hands with Pontius Pilate's antibacterial hand soap. Available in cucumber melon, fig, and fresh exonerating yourself citrus. Pontius Pilate, antibacterial hand soap. I wash my hands of germs! Find no fault. We now return to Cthulhu and Andy. Well, that's Mrs. Thompson now. Places, everyone. Hello, Mrs. Thompson. Oh, thank you for coming over. May I take your coat? Yes, thank you, Andrew. Uh, follow me into the dining room. Dinner's almost served. You didn't tell me that you were expecting other company tonight. Who are all of these people in black robes standing around the table? Well, I wanted to make tonight special, so I hired some, uh, caterers. I'm surprised, Andrew. I didn't think you were this well organized. Salad is ready. It has fresh goat cheese. Let me get your chair, madame. My god! Is that an animal skull on that chair? Where do you think we got the goat cheese? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, these guys are kidding, of course. That's their whole shtick. Uh, dinner and a show. Here, here, why don't you sit in this other chair, and I'll just uh, go check in on the kitchen. When the moon's in your eye like a big pizza pie, that's some more. Cthulhu, your worshippers are killing me out there. Well, they only sacrifice virgins. Is there something you're not telling me, Andy? Come on, C. Get back to work on the, uh, on the... Hey! I thought you were going to prepare the main course. Nothing's done back here. You mentioned your employer had just arrived, right? Yeah, Mrs. Thompson's in the dining room right now. And if dinner isn't ready soon, it's my goose that's going to get cooked. Well, bring her back here and I'll put her in the oven. Cthulhu, have you lost your mind? Uh, uh wait, don't answer that. What? You said we were having your boss for dinner. Cthulhu. All right, all right, fine. Just spam me the rest of your hijinks. Now, hang on a darn moment. Uh, why was there a laugh track in that story? You have an audience? Why can't Andy just uh, explain what's going on to his boss? Or go to a restaurant or reschedule or have Cthulhu reschedule? You know, just spare everyone this cliched situation. Why don't you all just exercise your rights and remain silent, huh? Except for you, Jones. James, Jim Jones. 
Uh, Reverend Jones, if you please, detective, and uh, all due respect, you got nothing on me, Dig. Cut the crap, Jones. We've got more than enough on you. Reverend Jones, please. And look, have I made mistakes? I mean, that's putting it lightly, I think we'll all agree. Well, uh... I mean... Jonesy, your karma's worse than Satan's Kendall Jenner jokes. Oh, hey. I'm talking to the Reverend here. Look, Jones, did you go Jonestown on Jehovah? Was Abba a persona non grata? Sadly, I'm not capable of such a thing. Sad that I'm not capable, I mean. Not that I want to, I don't, but, uh, my powers have waned since their peak. It seems like, in this modern world, the only successful cult is the one that watches that movie, The Room. <laughs> I love that. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs> I'm warning you, Cthulhu. What do you mean, Reverend? Well, you see, deprogramming is an advancing science, while cult running, well, usually involves quite a bit of quibbling with science. You see... There's none but the leader and his command. May we deliver to him the sky and the land. Where there's none but the leader and his command. May we deliver to him the sky and the land. Well, Mrs. Henderson, this is a bad case. One of the worst we've seen. But with some time and some care, we'll get your husband back. Thank you, doctors. Well, I suppose it's time to get started. Doctor? Ready, doctor. Oh, um, doctors? Yes, Mrs. Henderson? When you, when you bring him back, he'll be, he'll be like he was? That's the goal, Mrs. H. But... Everything? Your husband is still in there, Mrs. Henderson. We can bring him back. All of him. I mean, once I got bored and talked my partner out of liking football. Just for kicks. But, Mrs. H, the thing is, William's never been much good around the house, and ever since he joined the People of Humanities, well, Mrs. Henderson, your husband has been brainwashed. Well, that may be, but why dirty up the parts of the brain that are nice now? You, un- you understand? I'm not sure that I do, Mrs. Henderson. Okay, stop the chanting and the rocking back and forth and, and get him to change out of that robe, but, but couldn't you leave his newfound ability to fold laundry? They're really nice little squares. <laughs> Mrs. Henderson, we're not... Look, look, I have a picture on my phone. Mrs. Henderson, he's been... Whoa, that's... That is nice. You see? Uh, yeah, okay, we'll, um, we'll give it a shot. If laundry comes up, we'll just... We'll just change the subject. That, that okay? We'll cut the chanting, the robes, save the folding. Thank you so much. Um, oh, oh, and if sweeping comes up... He sweeps now, too? For the first 15 years of our marriage, he swept exactly two times. Right after the birth of each of our children. That's, that's hard. Jeez, twice in 15 years? You still had to sweep while you were pregnant? We'll leave the sweeping. Okay, great. Sweeping, laundry, um... Oh, and, and one more thing. We really need to get started, Mrs. Henderson. Is this about dishes? Since joining the People of Humanity, William has been at the bare minimum of two hours of sexual intercourse each time. Leave that. I work mornings. Uh, can you get it down to just one? An hour. You got it. Not counting foreplay. 
Come on, man, it couldn't have been me. Give me a break, I got problems enough as it is. Day in and day out, I'm trying to keep a hold of the followers I got. Ah, Jones, you're sadder than a bee without honey. Or a tragic hero punished for his hubris. (laughs) Which brings me to my next suspect. You, Zeus. You used to be the cock of the walk, weren't you? You didn't play second fiddle to nobody. Ooh, are we playing fiddles now? Not today, Satan. What I'm saying is Zeus here isn't used to not being in the spotlight. He doesn't know how to cope with being a B-lister. Yesterday's news. So he went and killed God, didn't you? Nah. I may have hit hard times with losing my job to a Roman god. Damn dirty foreigners. But I don't need to kill no fella deity to prove my worth. No, sir. I've got faith in myself. I'm going to rebound and bring back the glory days. <laughs> Let me tell you about this one time. King Sisyphus of Corinth was known throughout the land as a man of exceeding cunning. His trickery earned the ire of the gods themselves to the point where Hades, god of the dead, bound Sisyphus in chains in the underworld as punishment for his deceit. Ever the clever thinker, Sisyphus asked Hades to demonstrate how the shackles worked, which resulted in the unseen one chaining his own self up, allowing the crafty Corinthian king to escape back to the mortal plane. But no man can escape the verdict of the divine forever. Upon Sisyphus's return to the underworld, Zeus and the rest of the gods devised a fitting punishment for this beguiling mortal. Well, 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 if it ain't Sisyphus back in the underworld, I bet you don't feel so smart now that you gotta keep pushing this boulder up this hill for eternity. <laughs> oh, that darn boulder just rolled back down again. What, can't you outfox the rock, smarter pants? <laughs> hey, I'm talking to you. Why, it's you, Hades. I weren't noticing. Were you wearing that swell helmet what makes you invisible just now? No, I weren't wearing my helm what makes me invisible. Uh, but I was thinking about disappearing for a spell to take a swimming river sticks. <laughs> I'd ask you to join, but I suppose you'd rather suffer eternal punishment. <laughs> what do you call eternal punishment? Ain't that eternal punishment? Well, maybe it is and maybe it ain't. All I know is it suits Sisyphus. Oh, come now. You don't mean to let that you... that you like it. Like it? Why, I don't see why I oughtn't to like it. Tain't every day a man gets a chance pushing a possibly heavy rock up a hill for eternity. Why, it's good exercise. Say, Sisyphus, let me repeat this futile labor a few times. No, I reckon it wouldn't hardly do. You see, old Zeus is mighty particular about how this task is to be repeated over and over again for all time. I reckon only one in a thousand people could do it. Oh, let me try. I'd let you if it was me, Sisyphus. I'd like to let you, but Zeus, well... Tantalus wanted to, but Zeus didn't think he could grasp it. Ixion wanted to, but Zeus reeled him away. Now, don't you see how I'm fixed? If you was to tackle this stone... What represents the heaviness of my hubris, and anything was to happen to it. Oh, shucks, I'll be careful. Oh, now let me try. Uh, Here, I'll let you hold my helmet what grants its wearer invisibility. Well, here, no. 
Hades. Now don't, I'm a fur- Oh, fine, I'll let you wear it for a whole day. All right, all right. I'll do you this quick favor. Just don't let anyone know. Oh, quit your belly aching, Sisyphus. Here, take my helmet, and I'll uh, show you a thing or two about rolling boulders. <laughs> oh, this ain't so bad. Uh, look at this, Sisyphus. I got the boulder all the way up to the top of this hill. Uh, Sisyphus? Sisyphus? Where'd you go? Uh, uh, Prometheus, are you seen Sisyphus anywhere? No, Sir Hades. At least not since you put on your helmet that makes his wear invisible. Ow! Oh, hell. Oh, I miss Hades. I should call him up. You know, Copper, this may sound crazy, but what if none of us killed God? What if he did himself in? I know a thing or two about this sort of thing. Mm, his life was one heck of a train wreck. What do you mean, Zeus? The mood swings? The smitings? Pillars of salt? All of it. Uh, he flooded the damn world, and the minute Jesus suggested that people follow the spirit of the law instead of the letter, well, maybe I'm saying too much. If you don't want to go downtown, you'll say more. Well, now, nah, I ain't exactly the world's best family man, but it was known that God's home life was, hmm, a bit messy. They say that. Poor kid never really recovered from the big split. Leo the Ninth, we know what we're here for. Let's just get this over with. Very well, Leo of Horrid, fellow bishops of the church. It's time we told you what's happening. We, under his holiest Leo the Ninth, will excommunicate the followers of the other four patriarchs, and they shall do likewise to the followers of Rome. Your archbishop and I are getting a mutual excommunication. It doesn't mean that we love you any less. Uh, both of us will call ourselves the One Holy Catholic and Apostolic Church, I suppose, since we can find no resolution on our fights. Uh, the source from which the Holy Spirit proceeds, the proper response to the actions of the ecumenical patriarch of Constantinople, Michael I, Cereliarius, or, and most importantly, whether or not pitchers should go to bat, or if the use of a designated hitter is allowed. If you had just been more flexible at the Quinnisex Council of 692 and recognized that fundamentally baseball is entertainment... Strategic substitution is entertaining. You know, not everything is just hitting a bunch of dingers. I'll skip an automatic out every inning. Oh, and also priestly celibacy. Thank you. You know what? It's over. Enjoy your leavened bread and your leavened batting averages. I don't know. I knew God, and I don't think he would have done this to himself. The old man was determined. He had big plans for humanity, and soon. He kept talking about something big planned for the year 2000 and- If you don't have a confession, I don't want to hear it. Sheesh. If I don't get to the bottom of this case, the mayor's going to crucify me. <laughs> Sorry, I just love me some irony. We get it. You like irony. Well, here's something you don't like. Spending a night in the pokey. Now someone better fess up quick. Come on, man, you gotta let me go. I need to get out there and make sure I don't lose any more followers. That's it. Lack of faith. If people stop believing in God, they cease to be. Like Santa Claus? It's gotta be. Well, there are a lot of self-righteous atheists around these days. Thank you. 
Thank you for having me, fellow non-believers. It's the greatest honor to be delivering the keynote address to all of you here. Now, although I'm a scientist, not everyone here is a scientist. Over the weekend, I've talked to a few novelists, writers, a fashion designer, many computer scientists, and a dozen or so owners of whatever a vape shop is. <laughs> and all the... And, and we're all brought together by our razor-sharp rationality and by our lacks of faith. Religion may aspire to provide its followers with various benefits, among them explanation, consolation, and uplift. Science, too, has something to offer in these areas. But science is free of religion's most vicious vice. You know what, you know what that is. Colonialism? Systemic sexism? Islam! What? No, 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 no. Religion's vice is faith. All of us in this room know that what can neither be observed nor repeated has no place at the table of rational inquiry. We must cast out these illusions, these things that people claim to quote-unquote feel, but that no one has ever witnessed. These tools that are used to make mortals feel inadequate, to divide us, to make fools of us. You know which I'm speaking of, my brethren. I'm not just talking about God, the clitoris, or God's plural. I mean the entirety of the female orgasm. Look, detective, it seems to me that you've forgotten the one rule of madness. Expect the unexpected. I think that's the rule for something else. Well, regardless, why haven't you questioned the one we all least suspect? Cholesterol? The Buddha. Who, me? All right, Siddhartha. What do you have to say for yourself? Oh, like I'd want God dead. Since when do I want anything, huh? Wanting is just, uh... Cut the crap, Gautama. We all know you're looking to expand. Oh, is it my fault there's a lot of enlightenment to go around? Maybe you offed him before he could off you. Word on the street is that you were willing to move in on God's territory. I was in my 13th year when I heard a voice to help me govern my conduct. And for the first time, I was very, very much afraid. But as I sat in my father's garden, my fellow Franche, one thing became clear. Life under the English invaders is suffering. Yes. In fact, as I sat under an imported lotus plant, I realized all life is suffering. And do you know the cause of that suffering? Those English dogs! No! Desire and ignorance, my friend. But we can overcome them. The English? Desire and ignorance. For overcoming them is the secret to, how do you say, happiness. But what of the Anglo-Saxons? Getting what we want. Like getting the English to leave won't guarantee our happiness, though, Pierre. Do you know what will? They burn down my farm! Try to modify your want. Wanting deprives us of contentment and happiness. Whose side are you on, Jean? Wait one moment. That man is not the king. <gasps> he over there is. Ah, mais oui. 
Jean, it is I, King Charles of the French. The true wisdom is not simply believing what we are told, but instead experiencing and understanding truth and reality. As it is well put, mademoiselle. Without <laughs> the capacity for mental concentration and insight, one's mind is left underdeveloped, unable to grasp the true nature of things. Uh, I suppose that's true. But, uh... Every action we perform leaves an empreinte or potential on our very subtle minds, and each karmic potential eventually gives rise to its own effect. Uh, are you ready to talk about going to war with the English? I, uh... There are but five precepts which lead us to enlightenment. The first of which is not to take the life of anything living. Jean, you know we have an army, right? For crimes against his majesty, the king of Britain and France, we hereby are going to burn this woman at the stake. As you know. I don't know, and I don't want to know. Do you mind if I... Uh... Samsara, like the fairy wheel... Sometimes taking us up into three fortunate realms, sometimes down into the three lower realms. I, uh, okay. So I'm going to light this up here? Off to Bardot, the intermediate state wherein I shall experience karmic visions. So I kind of think we should just send her back to the French. Well, I guess that should... What the... What a clatter. Detective, can't you, uh, go to see what's the matter? His eyes, how they twinkle. His dimples, how merry. His cheeks are like roses and his nose like a cherry. Yes, yes, yes. It is I, Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho. Whoa, the Santa? What are you doing here? Don't worry, everyone. God's not dead. He's right outside. Run to the window. Say, fellas, Santa's right. There God is. He's in that machine. I guess with strange eons, even death may die. Holy cow. That's a good point. Where is the Hindu representation here anyway? Ho, ho, ho. Oh, looks like God's ready to ho, ho, ho some ass. See you, God. Bye, God. I guess God isn't dead. He might be having a midlife crisis, though. For the love of all that is holy, stars Julie Krylin, Mark Exquin, Nigel Harsh, Christine Kanovnik, Matt Kerstetter, Ben Richmond, Kevin Tully, and Bethany Weiss. It was written by Mark Exquin and Ben Richmond and produced by Nigel Harsh and is a New York Pacific production. We'll see you next time. You won't see us.
On to the next order of business. Wedding vows. Uh, Cardinal Humbert of Sylvia Candida suggests that we remove the speak now or forever hold your peace part. And to be honest, it does seem a little late to be raising objections. I mean, even if you can cancel the caterers, they're out the deposit for sure. Not only that, the last wedding I worked, when I asked if anyone has any reason why these two should not be married, someone yelled out genital warts. Genital warts. (laughs) 